809 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office uh, Chief Deputy Shane Tucker joins us every Monday. Chief, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. Good to talk to you again. Good morning. Let's. Uh, I know we got a, a, a fair number of things to get through today, so we'll get to them in a second. But I did want to start with this. Uh, you had a uh, former deputy, uh, Corey Jones, wound up getting arrested for, as I understand it, it was an insurance fraud claiming that a car that got in a wreck was actually covered when it hadn't been covered. Do I basically have that right? Uh, you do. And, you know, while I, I may not have all the particulars of the case because it was a, uh, a Department of Financial Services investigation, which was a state agency, um, the, the long and the short of it is that uh, he, he had a car that was uninsured and, uh, and got in a wreck. And uh, shortly after uh, getting in that wreck, it's my understanding that, that while on scene of that traffic crash, he got on his uh, smartphone and, and added the, the vehicle to his insurance policy and then uh, – um, Shortly thereafter, tried to make a claim, um, you know, so uh, clear-cut in- insurance fraud. Um, it's just deceitful behavior, and, and in no way could that be tolerated in this profession. You know, it's it's antithetical to the core values of what law enforcement uh, is, is supposed to be, and, and I can tell you from a personal standpoint, uh, we can't fire somebody like that hard enough. Yeah, I, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. I understand. I mean, you can't have people lying and breaking the law and committing. It's the kind of thing that they would write a citation for, and therefore you, know, you can't. But but I also imagine that there are, you know, like somebody gets a speeding ticket and works for the sheriff's office. You don't fire them, right? Well, uh, correct, and, and they're to- two totally different categories right, of behavior. Right. One is 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 criminally. Um, you know, I- intending to com- to commit fraud, to commit a crime, to defraud somebody out of something, and another is is you know, failing to uh, obey a traffic law. Sure. Um, you know, just just like you wouldn't get arrested for for speeding either. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. I'd, you know, and yeah. I, as, long, as long as I don't put up a fight, which is, you know, that's also part of that transaction. <laughs> I think I know you better than that. <laughs> um, you had, had a terrible story that the uh, at the Woodbine Publix over the weekend. You had a woman, what, f- found deceased? Is that right? Uh, sure did. Friday afternoon, our deputies were uh, dispatched to uh, a medical emergency at the Publix there on uh, Woodbine Road. Uh, they got there about the same time that fire and EMS did, and, and um, according to the uh, the complainant, he had found a, a female just slumped over a steering wheel and unresponsive in a car in the parking lot. When they were able to eventually get her out of the car, the uh, uh, EMS responders were able to determine that she had actually um, passed away there in the car. Hmm. Now, our, uh, our major crimes detectives are currently trying to figure out exactly what happened and and, you know, we'll keep you posted on that. But as of right now, we don't really know know what happened. Well, and I mean, it's a I guess it, to me, it's a reminder that, um, you know, I mean, people pass away in all kinds of circumstances. You know, uh, at least she wasn't mm-hmm. actually driving at the time that it happened, because that does happen, too. And that, you know, people get hurt because of that. So that's, you know, it just people do pass away in all kinds of ways. Um, you had a pretty awful story of a um, somebody traveling from Escambia to Santa Rosa who is a known sex offender to engage in uh, underage sexual... That's, what happened here? Uh, we, we, you know, we did, and these are typically kind of um, unusual, if you will, cases, but this one even had a, a, a twist on it that I hadn't personally seen before. 
uh, Friday, our deputies uh, got called to a complaint at uh, at a home in, in the Gulf Breeze District. And uh, according to the information they were given, that there, there was some type of sting operation um, being conducted at that location. Um, so when they got there, they, they made contact with some people who, who call themselves private investigators out of Michigan. I, I don't know if they're licensed or whatever, but they had been online chatting with a, a male suspect from the area uh, using a, a, a decoy account. And uh, the suspect believed he was chatting with a 14-year-old child. Uh, turns out he was a 59-year-old sex offender from Escambia County who had uh, been arrested for lewd and lascivious battery on, you guessed it, a child between the ages of 12 and 15. Uh. Um, so he made arrangements to meet this decoy in the Gulf Breeze, and according to these in, this investigative group, uh, he was absolutely clear that, that he was in, intent on, on seeking sex with what he believed to be a child. Wow. So our, our deputies got on scene. They got the facts in order and, and determined there was probable cause for uh, several felony charges related to his, his sex offender status. Um, but, you know, cases like this really, really ought to be a wake-up call for parents. Um, you know, these monsters are out there. They, they are looking to have sex with your children. And in, in all too many cases, um, these things happen, but instead of an investigator being there, instead of a decoy being there, uh, these perverts actually find a victim. Uh, and th- this happens every day. Uh, you and I have talked about this before. Yeah. And uh, it, it, this ought to be a wake-up call. If you have children, you have to be vigilant with their, their Internet safety. That is just that's non-negotiable. And, and it's um, to me the scary thing is that these, these people tend to never reform. And they also, um, you, you can't as a rational person believe that you've caught all of them. You, you know that, yeah, you caught this guy, but, you know, what about the other 40? Uh, you know, and, and yeah, it's, 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 it's horrifying. Uh, we're talking to Chief Deputy Shane Tucker, the Senator of the Sheriff's Office. Had a couple other ones I want to get to uh, with you, Shane. Hang on for just a second. Let's get traffic on the fives with Candy. And uh, we're just watching one accident. This is uh, off Lillian Highway. It's Lillian and 50th, but not a roadblock. You should be able to get around pretty easy. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Uh, back to Shane Tucker, Chief Deputy Senator of the Sheriff's Office. We had a, what, a carjacking, but it was it, with a family? What, what happened here? What is this one about you know and, and once again this this was had, had a twist on it that that i you know haven't seen too often uh wednesday we responded to a uh a car theft in the bar and when we got there our, our deputies learned that it, it wasn't just a car theft the uh, suspect was a an adult male who lived with his mother um he had recently been released from prison if i'm not mistaken like like very recently like within the last few weeks had been released from prison, um, and he had a, a history of um, some pretty significant methamphetamine use. Uh, the complainant told our deputies that uh, he, he was ranting about somebody coming to kill him and, and wanted to take her car. And when she refused, um, she got she got in the car to, to keep him from taking it. He evidently kicked her and forced her out of the car and then, and then took the car. Uh, so he was located later and, and charged with uh, carjacking and domestic violence battery. But... Can you imagine your own mother kicking your own mother to to use your car? Carjacking your own mother. That's, yeah, that's not one we've heard an awful lot before. My goodness. And then um, last, I think you had a, um, you had a vehicle fire that turned out to be kind of an odd story, right? Oh, we did. Uh, We uh, we responded to uh, a car that was on fire on Willard Norris Road last night. 
uh, when the fire was uh, extinguished, it was determined that the uh, the owner of the vehicle was actually a resident in in the city limits of Milton. Uh, so we uh, we asked our our partners at Milton Police Department to go by and see if they could get the scoop on that. And uh, he had uh, last seen his car before he went to sleep and um, had no idea it was gone. Huh. Uh, so um, Milton Police Department's now working a a stolen vehicle with an, with an arson. So somebody, what I mean, what's the theory here? They stole it, ditched it, set it on fire. I mean, what is the theory? In all likelihood, um, you see a couple of different different scenarios that are possible, but it's likely somebody took it as a uh, um, a joyride. It's possible somebody had stole it to uh, to use it in a crime. Um, you know, there's there's a host of, of possibilities, hmm. um, and, and of course, I, I'm certain that Milton PD will look at all those angles. All right, wow, very good, but uh, weird, like you said. I mean, just on a Sunday night, I'm I go to sleep, my car is there. I wake up, and the cops are looking for me to find out why my car's on fire away from my house. <laughs> so, wow, yikes. All right, well, Shane Tucker, he is the chief deputy of the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office. We talk to him every Monday. Chief, thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Have a good one. All right, you too. 818 here on News Radio 92.3. Uh, informative, local, dependable. And by the way, you know, it's kind of interesting.